Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. And get this Nebraska offense off the field. Great overreaction on 1620 The Zone and 1019 The Keg is brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. That was the blocked punt for Rutgers. Yeah, Chance, why are you only playing Rutgers highlights? We had the Vedral touchdown last break. We had a blocked punt. Uh, that, that was the order they're in. Nebraska scored touchdowns too here. Yeah, well... Well, yeah, I'm in uh, the second quarter's highlights, <laughs> not the third and fourth yeah, quarter's highlights. Skip forward to the second half here. <laughs> yeah, let's rewind past halftime, Chance. All right, all right fine, fine, fine. Come on. Um, Quick, uh, quick aside of the broadcast crew, real quick. Not great. Eh. Eh. Not my favorite broadcast uh, crew it, that we've had. Here's my statement. <laughs> not, not, not so sure. <laughs> Les Hills Harley Davidson Hotline is where you can call to get in on the action, and Chad is up next on Big Red Overreaction. Hi, Chad. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. So. So, <laughs> still Chad, a, Chad waited. Still a rock star. Chad waited for twenty minutes <laughs> to say Chad, so. So <laughs> that's an elite call, Chad. I'm going to be honest. I'm one of the best of the night. Should we get him? Is this him? Should we get him right back in? Okay, it's not him. No, it's somebody else. That's On the best. to the next one. Uh, Ed is up next on Big Red Overreaction. Hi, Ed. Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey, good. I was just, just going to say all three phases, I think they pay, played adequately. Not great, but adequately. And for all the Nebraska fans out there getting overhyped on Mickey and, and two wins in a row, you know, they, they did okay. They probably won a game they may not have under Frost. But they benefited from some pretty questionable calls from the refs. Um, otherwise, across the board, ahead. there were some questionable calls. Right on. Thanks, Ed. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, the the broadcast crew, the officiating crew. Another statement. Yeah. <laughs> also, Never seen so many OPIs before. A lot of OPIs. Uh, I always thought that OPIs were pretty rare. Had to be pretty blatant. We saw four of them tonight. Three in the first half, <laughs> which is aggressive. Pretty shocking. That seems like too many. You can go all year without seeing four OPIs on on yeah, one team. It's quite a few. It's aggressive. It's, it's an aggressive amount of OPIs. Look, man, they um, you know adequate is maybe a good way to describe it. And and by the way, on the Mickey thing, so maybe this will set it off, but. We haven't got any stop the search calls tonight yet. Also, a hundred percent, they don't win either of the last two games with Scott Frost as their head coach. Yeah, I, no, I really I believe feel that. Yeah. incredibly confident in saying that because I had forty-seven games to make sure and know <laughs> that Frost would not win these games. No, they lost those every time, yeah. every tie, single time. Tie games in the fourth quarter or down in the fourth quarter. They That's didn't win those an games. L, you are hanging that L on Frost every time. So yes, have they played? Off the charts? No. 
But have they won games that they normally were not winning? Yeah, absolutely. This is my thing. This has been my thing all week, and really since Mickey, Tur- you know, got the got the keys to this thing. We can finally get back to because they're doing some of the fundamental things that make football teams football teams right now. We can finally get back to actually like evaluating this team for for what they are. That'll do Nebraska a lot of good as the season goes on and you know as the offseason comes in as well. But it becomes so obvious how messed up it was over the last four plus years. Dysfunctional Dis- is the word we're looking messed for. Messed up, dysfunctional. Yeah, yeah I mean it, it's just so obvious watching these games. Because, I once again, I don't know if overall your takeaway from the Nebraska football team tonight or any other night is that this is a good football team. I don't think they are. But they're doing some of the fundamental things that win you games, and they're not killing themselves right now. What does that get you to at a place like Nebraska? I don't know. We're, we might about we're, we might find out yeah. in the last few games of the season here. I mean, I would still bet against them making a bowl game at this point. I certainly would bet against them winning the Big Ten West at this point. But the fact of the matter is we are going from, hey, we have to focus on so much on the dysfunction where now at least we can be like, hey, where are the areas that actually need addressed in terms of probably need to coach this group better, probably need to upgrade talent on this group, probably need to upgrade depth on this no group. No doubt. We can actually focus on football things instead of being like, this team is so dysfunctional, I don't know if where do you start? they're good or not right. because they just screw up all the time. Yeah. Where do you start? What do you where do you even go to? And and we can actually start to sort of answer the, those questions. Right? I mean, we saw Adrian Martinez for four years and didn't know if he was good or not. Yeah. We had no idea. Yeah. And, and guess until what? he gets to K State. Guess what? He goes somewhere else and and, and knocks off okay. Oklahoma and has you know has a couple of huge games in a row. How many times that's happened all across the board? We were sitting in here for Big Red Overreaction a couple of weeks ago and Oregon was playing. And there was Jordan Riley popped up and had a had a sack or two in that game. But Jordan, Jordan Riley, Riley wasn't able to get on the field here. Wandale Robinson. I mean, yeah. like you see guys leave, but we knew that Wandale was a good player, and we still couldn't get him the ball <laughs> or get anything to, out of him. <laughs> they okay, they got something out of you know they the production was okay for yes, Wandale. Yes, as, as your primary ball carrier, they couldn't figure out the right formula to maximize Wandale. That's it, it was not running back. It was not <laughs> the five foot seven running back. No, but there's countless examples of this now. Guys yes. go elsewhere, and it just it looks it looks normal. And now this is starting. the The best compliment that I can give this team, and Mickey Joseph, and Bill Bush, and everybody else, Mark Whipple, and everybody else right now, is this looks like a semi normal football team. Yes, and, and like you I, don't have some, seriously. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. You don't have some bizarre twilight zone loss every week where you're just sitting there shell shocked, asking. How the hell did that happen? Yeah. If there's one thing that we've learned over the last couple of weeks is that Scott Frost was bad. And, and like that's that's okay. We could say that out loud now. And now it's sort of about um, okay, what is this group and how much really was he holding this team back? Yeah. And, and I don't I don't know, two two wins and back to back games. Focus on okay, what on the actual football field do we need to improve? Back to the phones, Les Hills, Harley Davidson hotline on Big Red Overreaction, which is brought to you by Burton. When you're plumbing certain, just call Burton. We have Jake. On the line, Jake. Good evening. How are you, Connor Ravi? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Hey, uh, you guys kind of stole my thunder because I was just going to call in and say, um, you know, I think this was pretty typical of like a Friday night. You know, what we usually see out of Maction, but in the Big Ten, it was just kind of a, you know, it was just a bad game. Um, but to be a positive boy and to come out with some optimism about it, you know, this is the type of game with 
whether it was the block punts or, you know, not really being able to get going on offense until the second half. Um, you know, this was the type of game that we could point to and say, you know, something happened that, you know, caused us to lose. And, you know, over the last five years, obviously, it's something we had seen before. So um, it's just encouraging that, you know, when, you know, it, it was kind of a snooze fest and it was just, you know, you guys touched on it, just a bad football game that it, you know, Nebraska found a way to win um, and how encouraging that is. And, you know, for me personally, having a sense of optimism, like you look at the next, the rest of the season schedule, and I think there's, what, six games? And really the only one that, you know, I can look at right now and not think, you know, with what we've seen over the last two weeks, and not think that we at least have a chance in every game other than, you know, probably Michigan. Um, you know, just how, how I guess, optimistic I feel about that because, like I said, over the last five years, we haven't really been able to feel, you know, good about anything. And, and thank God that, um, you know, and, and you guys just touched on it, that we can actually talk football and it's yeah. not about, you know, what our head coach is doing or – you know, just the dysfunction around the program. And so this is kind of uncharted territory for us as a – for Nebraska as a football program and us as a fan base. And the other thing I'll say, too, is that even though it was ugly, you know, no football team or no team in general should ever have to apologize for winning. Um, you know, and, and like I said, the team found a way to win. Defense played well. Offense did just enough. Um, and so, you know, going forward, I, I – feel a sense of optimism that I haven't really felt for the last five years. So. Yeah. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate the call. I, I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, on September 10th, you're thinking, you know, on the night of the Georgia Southern game, you're thinking, my God. I, well, I mean, maybe even earlier, maybe even in the, on the last couple of days of August after Nebraska loses to Northwestern, you're thinking, this this season is, it's over already. It's when, a death march. When they lost to Georgia Southern, I legitimately looked and said, I th- this team could go one and eleven, but the whole season then becomes about what do you do with Frost and his buyout and and all the other stuff. Yeah, and so the last couple of games, what they've been able to do is a credit, obviously, to to Mickey Joseph, but Trev Alberts pulling the plug early. Yeah, that's aging pretty well right now. It is. That's aging pretty well. Incredibly right now. well. I mean, that this this optimism that you feel doesn't happen if they. You know, if they go and lose to Indiana in the fourth quarter last week, and then they fire Scott Frost on Monday or Sunday Sunday afternoon, which is what most people would have had you do to get the smaller buyout, yeah. right? And he pulled the plug early, and now you actually have an opportunity to pick up some momentum. Yes, and, and the schedule fell this way where you have, you know, you have a you have Indiana and Rutgers and back to back games, and you can build a little momentum. You can build a little bit. You know, I mean, but these are games that, like we said, Nebraska hasn't necessarily won, hasn't won. I'll say not necessarily. We have the receipts. They did not win these games under Frost. Hasn't won at all, and they're able to you know, play well enough to win them. And now, yes, there is some optimism. And it's not about whether you know Scott Frost is or isn't going to be here. It's about the football team. Because you'll, you'll sit there tomorrow on your, on your bye day, and you'll watch the rest of the Big Ten West play, and you'll watch Northwestern and Wisconsin, and you'll say... Hey, that looks a whole hell of a lot like Nebraska Rutgers last night. <laughs> and you'll watch Purdue and Maryland play tomorrow, and you'll say, "Man, I I don't know. Can we beat Purdue next week?" 
And um, you'll watch Iowa and Illinois, and you'll say, these teams aren't special. Why have they combined for for twenty seven points? You know, yeah. <laughs> like just like Nebraska and Rutgers did tonight. I mean, honestly, you look at again, like like the last caller said, you look at the schedule. The only team on the schedule left that looks special is Michigan. Now, our, I'm not saying Nebraska is going to go five and one on the right way out, but you at least feel like there's a shot in some of those games where if you don't have this two wins in a row, if you don't have some positivity building under Mickey Joseph, you don't feel that way. Um, okay, Ch- Chad. Chad's waited long enough. Chad is back. His, Chad is back. His, his phone died. He had to charge it for five minutes, and now he is he has returned. Hi, Chad. So yeah. yeah so what? What? Ha- all we heard from your last call was. So, and then you hung <laughs> up. So would you like to elaborate? I, I just, first of all, I'm Chad. I identify as a Husker fan. <laughs> and let's just celebrate a win. How about that? I like that. Back-to-back Big Ten wins. Wow! I'm trying to wake up every dog in my neighborhood right now. You got to do a little bit better than that, then. Okay. Well, my apologies. (laughs) Nothing's ever good enough for you. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, give us another woo! Woo! There we go. That's that's a little bit better. (laughs) Hey, thanks, Chad. No problem. All right. See you later. That's uh, Chad. Worth the wait. Uh, to check in for some woos. Worth the wait. <laughs> uh, the Big Red Overreaction is brought to you by Coors Light. Keeping Nebraska chill. Back to the phones. We have Ed, who's been waiting. Hi, Ed. Big Red Overreaction. Ed, turn your radio up. We have Ed. Hello? Hey, Ed. Go ahead. Hey, I, I'm a... Uh... Turn my radio up. <laughs> Um, I think all the kudos are going towards the offense where people are kind of hammering the offense. But I think kudos should go with Bill Bush on what he's done with the defense. Oh, yeah, there's there's no doubt. Yeah, I think Bill Bush is where we've turned around the defense where we're getting three and out, we're getting stopped, and and the previous regime was not getting that to where it seems like we're, we're getting stopped, so that's helping the offense to where we're winning games. Granted, not the greatest teams, but we're still winning games. And I think that's huge to where. Granted, not the greatest teams. You're still on, Ed. Right. And I think that just. I think we need to get a lot of credit to Bill Bush for what he's done with our defense. No doubt about it. Thanks, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I mean, look, I, I, was, I was concerned after that first drive because, look, when you, when you play in a little bit more downhill, aggressive style of defense as Nebraska has now switched to. Um, you know, and they're trying to run right at you. You're that defensive line and, and the meat that you sort of have up front is mm-hmm. is really going to get tested. And you know, they can run play action off of that and stuff like that. They don't have much of a of a passing game, as we saw, obviously, because <laughs> they have 14 different quarterbacks. For hard to get the proper amount of reps in when you're going between 12 different. Weird QBs. team, weird team. Not sure what Greg Schiano's up to up there. What's going on in Piscataway? I I don't really know. But it was like I said before, it was such a different test. And after that first drive, I was you know really concerned. Okay, is this is this style suitable for this team, or was it just a whole bunch of kind of smoke and mirrors for last week? Last week because that matched up with their new style that they were playing. Yeah, and 
It just so happened that they didn't have a, you know, Indiana didn't have a mobile quarterback, so they could really get after him. Yeah. Nebraska historically, I mean, think about under Bo. I mean, they were really good when they didn't have to play mobile quarterbacks. Oh, they got so, killed by mobile quarterbacks. They were really good when they didn't have to play them, though. So last, you know, last week was sort of an example of that, and Rutgers was going to test them in a different way. Absolutely. I mean, all the credit in the world goes to Bill Bush for, for I mean, unleashing Ty Robinson a little bit. Um, that guy's for, playing some good for football. Playing Hartzog, for I mean, playing Hartzog, yeah. for finding you know three or four more guys in that secondary who can who can give him some looks and I give mean, him some reps. Garrett Nelson has had his two best games of the season, I think, back to back. Mathis has popped up more. He's actually existed, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think this a ton of credit has to go to Bill Bush. For so this. I, I mean, you still sort of wonder what does it look like against some more capable offenses that aren't exactly you know that aren't. So one-dimensional, <laughs> but the good news is you get another one-dimensional offense next week. Yeah, I mean that's again. Yeah, I, they're I, bigger, they're more physical, but they're they're going to throw it at you. I thought this was a particularly bad match. Rutgers, I thought was a particularly bad matchup for Nebraska. I agree because of how physical, how tough they are, and how they play. I think Indiana and Purdue are much more are much closer in the way you're going to see that matchup. Now Purdue's better than Indiana by quite a bit, I yep. think. So that's going so to find a way to get. So get that's going to be a different kind of test. But uh, Rutgers was a uniquely bad matchup for Nebraska. Uh, Jack tweets into the show. Jack Mitchell, uh, weirdly good job by Ed keeping that call coherent with his echo in his ear. I had a one second delay on my ear, my TV once, and I turned into a blathering idiot. <laughs> oh, same here. If that ever happens to me on a broadcast or in the studio, and and I can hear myself back one second later, I'm like, stop everything. <laughs> Show's over. Fix it. Great composer by Ed. Well done. Yeah, Happer turns into a giant baby if there's any sort of delay <laughs> yeah. in his ear. I need a producer! And <laughs> will I need... S- will somebody do their job? I need a Mountain Dew! <laughs> All right. Uh, Big Red Overreaction is brought to you by Equitable Bank, where we take banking personally. More your call, more of your calls, more stats, and uh, don't laugh. Chance. Just oh, come on, some, Chance. Some mistake. I'm drunk. Be okay? some, show some support, Chance. On a Friday night... Big Red Overreaction After Dark on 1620 The Zone and 1019 The Keg. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 